Hello and namaste everyone. Welcome to the podcast of the Spiritual Circle that talks about spirituality, life, relationship and ways to make a greater society. This podcast is targeted at building a community of caring, helpful and spiritual people. During this podcast, we discuss to develop a greater understanding of life and various aspects that can help us make progress in our personal, professional and spiritual journey. Today's podcast is part 3 of the series How to Heal Your Life. In part 1, we discuss how to heal your physical and mental life. In part 2, we discuss how to heal your relationships. And in part 3, and today's podcast, we are going to discuss how to heal your soul or your spiritual life. So let's get straight into it. When it comes to spirituality and healing of the soul, it's a deep mystical complicated and yet fascinating area while it is not possible to cover everything in one discussion i'm going to focus on talking about five aspect that one needs to be aware of to start to heal his or her soul whether you are currently spiritual or you are currently not spiritual meaning whether you are already taking part in spiritual activities or you are not taking part in spiritual activities these five aspects will still help heal your soul and you may ask why well the reason is the body is nothing but the extension of the spirit it is the physical manifestation that we see of our spirit an extension so whether you partake in spiritual activity deliberately or do not everything that we do is connected to our spirit our soul so let's discuss the five aspect to heal your soul the first aspect that we're going to talk about is practicing gratitude and being mindful we have to understand that we live in a world where we focus on the outwardly things we primarily consider that we communicate with this world with our five senses while that is true but it is also true that we have many more senses that we typically don't pay attention to and the reason we don't pay attention to is because we have been paying attention to the outside of us aspect not the inside of us when we start to look inside that's when we start to get connected be aware and be conscious about the entire new world So how does practicing gratitude makes a difference? It makes a difference by making you appreciate all that is around you. With very limited information with the way we live in this world, look only at the physical things and in doing so, we have limited exposure to what is around us. In any circumstance, we look at things from our perspective what we think is important what we think is not important where we paid attention versus where we did not pay attention and when we are not looking at the things holistically that's when we tend to miss out so many other things this world the materialistic physical world the manifestation is something that we interact with they're denying the fact that there is a world that we also stay connected to 
but we don't pay attention to because our these very senses stop us from going there we have accumulated so much that it is so hard for us to look beyond that practicing gratitude is something that makes us start to realize the world that we start to miss even if we don't go that deep or talk about that world or that we don't deliberately interact with or at least we are not aware of and even if we talk about the current physical world there are many people around us who have made our life what it is who have helped us who have blessed us who have played small little role in making us be who we are in getting manifested those desires in our lives whether we consider them to be our own strength our own qualities our own capabilities we will be naive to think that everything happens based on how we think and will be ignorant about the contribution of so many life forms around us so when we practice gratitude we start to pay attention to the contribution made by life forms around us one of the practices that i did personally was to start to look at my life starting from the physical life the current birth right so start to look at my life from as far as i could remember since my childhood and from then creating different sections of time places important events you want important milestones and then considering who i interacted with in each of this the different intervals and i started to remember well if you try to do so will you remember everyone it will be difficult unless you have a razor sharp memory at least i did not but when you practice repeatedly when you revisit the past again and again when you revisit this whole idea of revisiting and trying to see who all were there to help you out who all were there to contribute you will see that with time you will start to notice more and more your attention even in that space which is already happened even in that space which is considered to be past will get you more than you currently are aware of and in doing so you will uncover those people who you should be thankful to and with this raise awareness you will be able to see the contribution different people different life forms made to your life and when you start to do so you would see your energy rises up you operate at a different vibration you have far more greater awareness understanding and appreciation for who you are and what you have and where you have to go from here while practicing gratitude looking at past is a retroactive action do you always want to be retroactive looking at your past how about your present and what about your future so in order to be not retroactive from now on 
it is important that we be mindful and when we be mindful we notice all those things that we typically tend to miss and with this real awareness we continue on our journey of practicing gratitude not only retroactively but also as we encounter so that's the first thing i would like you to consider to heal your soul the second thing that i would like you to practice is making amends and letting go while practicing gratitude appreciating the contributions appreciating the life around us makes us operate at a higher vibration making amends adds extra fuel or provide the thrust to propel us faster in the direction that we want to move into because making amends is a process of cutting those cords with the past with those people that we hold on to so dearly in our lives not realizing a cord always had two ends if we are holding one end it is also tied on the other side by the other end and at times it so happens this is where we start to act funny that even though the things that we have association with or strings attached with even though there's nothing attached on the other end we still consider ourselves to be attached to the strings so one example is if you tie an animal with a rope say with a tree so one end being the tree and the other end of the rope being the animal and if you let the animal be there for a good amount of time i'm not saying few minutes or few hours i'm talking about days maybe month or maybe years but after the animal has sufficiently gotten convinced that the rope is something stopping the animal to move away from that tree or too far from that tree the animal can only go as far as or as as long as the rope is you would see that this understanding start to make a permanent impression and start to govern the rest of the action of that animal so that animal considers or accepts the fact that the animal cannot go beyond because he tried or he or she tried and failed many times because whenever the animal tried the rope did not let the animal go further and after this understanding or acceptance has set in even if you untie the rope from the tree you would see that animal does not move we are not so different from that animal we hold on to those ropes in the name of our past our past relationships our desires our, our unfinished dreams our happy times our sad times the thing we consider to be us or our journey when nothing of that exists anymore we still live in that nostalgia we still have remembrance we still have memories whether fond memories or sad memories about things and we hold on to those strings 
so much so that it start to dictate how we act in our current or present times we act based on what has happened we act based on the experience that we got i'm not saying all the experiences are bad but we have to see what is stopping us versus what is helping us move forward and when you pay sufficient attention you will realize that many a times it is the sad memories that hold us or stops us from moving forward and that's where making amends is so important when you go back mentally when you start to revisit your past revisit each of those people re- revisit each of those events and you start to cut cord maybe by asking or saying sorry maybe being apologetic for things you could have should have done or maybe just forgiving people whether it is a regret that you hold on to or a guilt that you hold on to or a grudge that you have with someone it is all strings different forms of strings that stops you slows you down from moving forward so when you start to make amends you start to cut those cords by letting go by forgiving by asking for forgiveness these are ways to cut cords and when you do so you will see you start to feel much lighter you start to see as if a heavy weight has gotten off of you and we all know when we are light or lighter and when we don't carry as much weight we can move faster but so instead of walking you can now run so the second aspect i would consider or i would request you to consider is making amends and letting go let's move on to the third aspect the third aspect to heal your soul is having desires with no attachment while it may sound very simple it is really difficult to do so we have to look at the fine line between getting attached with the desire versus not getting attached because many times when we bring it up at least when i bring it up in our meetings in our circle people ask this question so how do we stay attached and stay detached or how do we stay attached and not have expectation because if we don't have expectation it means we are not giving our best right or if we are giving our best it means we are being too attached and having expectations so how do we have desires and not have expectations well this distinction can be experienced by paying attention on the surface everything may seems blurry may appear to be a fine line but when you pay sufficient attention when you get closer when you do a closer inspection you see the fine lines getting bigger so in the context of what we are talking it means having goals but not being attached to the outcome 
so what it says is you should have goals or you can have goals but things may not happen your way so you should be open for things to come because there are many factors at play not just your involvement not just your energy that is one ingredients in the overall scheme of things there are other things that are important as well while you may be giving you 100% or more than what you can give right because these days we say oh i gave my 200% or 1000% whatever that number you put so you can only give what you have but that is not the only ingredient there are many other things that has to happen and when we understand that we know that even though we try our best we do our best we may still not have the right outcome and what would you consider to be a successful or predictable outcome is it exactly happening your way to the t or is it happening versus not happening so in the case of someone trying to get a job would the successful outcome be getting selected in the first interview or in the first company you interviewed with or would success also mean getting selected say after five or six failed interviews but then getting selected and you getting the job so if you try to see the finer details while we have expectations while we have desire we start to have some additional finer expectation with the larger expectation with the larger expectation of having a job we start to have expectation of cracking our first interview whether it is good for us or not so when you pay attention to such details it becomes easier for us to not be attached with the outcome we start to be more open we start to have more acceptance for the things that happen because we start to consider everything as a part of the journey and in that journey some things may happen in the time that you set out to or your time and some of the things may not happen as per your time and if you have expectations or attachment you would see when things don't happen as per your time it start to create conflict it starts to create dissatisfaction it starts to create unhappiness and if you start doing so if you continue doing so one after another because we don't just have one desire we have many desires this accumulation of unhappiness dissatisfaction discontentment these conflicts start to pile up and we start to feel heavy heavier so while making amend was one technique of feeling lighter or getting lighter this is another technique of letting go of some of the thing that we hold on to in the name of expectations we give our best we try our best and let it go to happen on its own time if you really want to have expectation have expectation when you have full control 
unless you have full control over an outcome is it wise to have predictable outcome and have expectation of predictable outcome as per your timing that is the question you need to ask yourself and if you think that we do not have complete control over something then it is wise not to have expectations as per your own timing so that is why it is important not to have attachments with the desires or expectations the fourth aspect that i would like you to consider very deeply with all sincerity is meditate meditation is at times so underrated yet it is so overrated that people really don't know the true benefits of meditation for most of us meditation is guided meditation for most of us meditation is a way of feeling calm peaceful well meditation is much more beyond while it is something that makes us feel calm peaceful happy content it is actually a portal for us to get connected to the real world that we don't think exist at least on the intellectual level we may consider that to be there but on experiential level we don't know what it is so we form our opinion our beliefs around what we know we go by what's written in books our ancient texts or religious books or the words of a wise person but we still have questions because we try to understand that not first hand not experientially but only intellectually there are things you can define our language is so limited but there are things that you cannot define like love if if you are someone and typically that is something that in one way or another we ask either our parents or our spouses our partners maybe our friends or our siblings how much you love me can you define that and what the answer do we get we have different expressions of expressing how much we love but each of those expression makes us feel happy even without knowing the quantity intellectually because we don't simply go by the words we go by the feelings emotions of the person so even if the person says you mean the world to me i love you more than anything in the world or i love you the most or i love you so much that i can die for you or i love you so much that i can do this and that for you it is not that we are trying to get that person to do that and we also know even intellectually that may still not happen that may be a tall claim but this is an expression of emotion because words the language has limitation so similarly this portal that i talk about the meditation 
i'm saying it it is it as a portal because it is actually a gateway for you to get connected to that world which we currently know intellectually but not experientially so when you meditate not just guided meditation well they may be the right first step for someone to get into meditations the actual meditation is always done on your own you have to grow up from being handheld by those guided meditations while it is really important for you to do those guided meditation when you don't know how to concentrate or how to sit quiet or how to stop your mind or how to focus on anything we make use of those guided meditation as distraction an object of our attention because we lived in this world where we can't sit quietly cannot sustain focus on some object or something for longer so guided meditation makes it easier for us to concentrate on the words or the guide so when you move on understanding that guided meditation is someone hand holding you to walk learn to walk but you eventually have to let go of that hand and walk your own, walk on your own because unless you walk on your own you're not going to experience so many other things you will not know how to be in balance or how to create your balance and that is why it is important for us to meditate not just with guided meditation but creating generating those capabilities within us so that we start to go deeper and deeper and that's when it becomes that portal where it connects you experientially with that world that is far more real than the current world the other way meditation helps is that you start to become aware of your own feelings you start to become aware of things around you life forms around you in fact meditation is a really outstanding supplemental practice when you start to practice gratitude or make amends because when you practice gratitude or when you start to make amends you may not remember everything but with concentration that you develop with sustained effort that you develop during meditations you would start to see that your gratitude or making amends start to let you realize or be aware of more things than you previously were aware of and when you go to that level of meditation all the practices that we talk about meditating or meditation practices actually are in three categories three buckets no matter what practice you follow no matter which monk or school you go to no matter who your teacher is any of the practices given to you would belong to these three categories which is concentration contemplation observation all the practices in this world as far as meditation is concerned would fall under these three category one of these two of these three of these based on which practice you do so why meditation is important meditation is important for you to go in that world where your soul belongs to 
when you make amends you go to your physical world your past what about your past before you were born what about things that you don't pay attention to what about things that impact your soul meditation is a wonderful wonderful way to get exposed to those get experience to that and when you have experience awareness of what impacts you you have far more greater understanding of healing your soul by those so that's the fourth as fourth aspect i would like you to consider the fifth aspect to heal your soul is helping others you may ask how helping others heals our soul when you pay attention to you would see helping others is rated so high being selfless rated so high in all the various religions that we have all the various belief systems that we have why it is rated so high the key to understanding that is understanding who we are and who we interact with if we only talk from the understanding of this world this physical world we say human is a social animal because we are so many different species or we because we have so many different religions ideologies belief systems it is a way for us to commingle coexist this is what we learned throughout our history when we used to fight we used to focus on acquisition the powerful becomes the survivor that's when we realize that in order to exist we need to find a way to coexist because you may be powerful right now you may not stay powerful it is only a matter of time when someone else more powerful comes along so we developed this understanding of helping others coexisting not focusing on my own need but the needs of the others as well so in this physical world it made us coexist when you start to help others you see that you feel something different if you pay attention to what you feel you may not get something materialistically or something back which is material but you still feel happy you still feel peaceful even though you helped someone you probably ended up spending some of your money you probably ended up spending some of your time or energy or emotions or materialistic wealth on someone it is that happiness which is very different than you spending your materialistic wealth on buying something and being happy for a small time this is something that gives you a different level of happiness and we have to understand why so if we pay attention to why helping others starts to make us feel better you would see it starts to give you those energies in the way of emotions in the way of blessings in the way of someone feeling good about you in the way of someone giving you something that you don't see with your physical senses or don't interact with your physical senses those very energies start to interact with you contribute towards your peacefulness those energies attract similar energies and get you more for a small selfless action you get much more back and those energies interact 
not at your physical level while you may feel some of that in the form of happiness a smile or feeling calm but those feelings are generated by those energies interacting with you you being consumed in those energies so when you help others you engage with those energies you get those energies that directly impact your soul and it heals your soul that is why you may not see something tangible by helping others you still feel good about helping someone and the one thing that you would rather ask yourself are you leaving this world a better place than how it was when you came as long as you ask this question sincerely as long as you answer that question sincerely as as long as you consider that question sincerely while you are living you would see your action invariably start to be towards helping others and that is why helping others heals your soul so that was the fifth aspect i am going to leave you with one more bonus aspect how to heal your soul and that is love everyone when you love you everyone you start to acknowledge the importance of everyone you start to acknowledge the existence of everyone you start to acknowledge the contribution of everyone this term everyone may be limited to people initially but it may expand based on your attention your consciousness or your awareness to include many other life forms or other things around you the key to loving everyone is asking this even though we say god or the supernatural or the supreme being based on whether you are religious or agnostic is omnipotent omnipresent or omniscient we all agree to some degree of that so if you do so if you say so and if you really believe so then you would know that each one of us have this supreme being in some portion or other all of us while may be unique in our own ways are actually one or actually similar as well the other aspect of loving everyone is getting rid of some of the accumulation that do not help us the accumulation of prejudice judgment differences categorization terminologies that we start to put on things people and when we start to categorize when we start to be judgmental we start to compartmentalize things people or anything that we experience around us and then we start to say good bad because the categorization or compartmentalization will happen based on the language we know or how much we know and when you say something good versus something bad something divine versus something evil you are bound to be away from loving everyone in its truest essence you will only love partially and when you love partially you can only reap partial benefits so key to loving everyone is not being judgmental about anyone anything 
and consider everything everyone to be equal not to create differences not to turn things into good or bad or divine or evil but let them be what they appear to be because ultimately if you pay attention if you look closely something is not this or that something is what you make it to be it is our perspective that makes it to be so is something beautiful because we think it is beautiful when it might be subjective because some other person may not consider that to be beautiful because it is what we make it to be so key to loving everyone is not creating categories not creating differences not attaching terms or names to anything and just letting it be the way it is and when you love everyone at a deeper level what happens is you start to get connected to those very things that you thought do not matter and you start to see a whole greater world a different realm that we typically talk about in spiritual circle and you start to get far more greater understanding of this existence and when you start to get into that even if you do not reach that level right now where you start to experience the existence in its truest form or start to know who you truly are you would still feel the difference in you in this very form this very physical form this very materialistic world because it will heal your soul so that is why it is important for us to love everyone so if we recap what we discussed today we looked at not five six different aspects of healing your soul first practicing gratitude and be mindful second making amends and letting go third having desires but not having attachments fourth meditating fifth helping others and sixth loving everyone if you implement all of these or some of these partially or completely i can guarantee that you will start to heal your soul to the level that you start to experience that yourself and when that happens you would know that you are on the right path in the end i would wish you luck success happiness and peace in your journey to heal your soul you are listening to the spiritual circle podcast that was brought to you by the circle a non-profit community of people who care you can reach us at the-circle.org that is the-circle.org help us make this world a better place by hitting the like button writing to us with your feedback suggestions or questions or even reviews on our podcast and help us make this world a better place by sharing these podcasts to the others signing off with the blessing of your success love happiness and peace of your mind and your life namaste